to me, this is classic. Think like a marketer, think like a consumer. Yeah. Right. Like as a marketer, I'm super interested in the yeah. idea of it as a yeah. consumer. Hell no. Yeah. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Promo Upfront Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the Warden of Water Bottles, BPA-free, of course. The one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I am the warden of this uh, particular prison. I dig that. Uh, no, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, the uh, two of the girls, my wife and my daughter, are out of town. So I'm kind of, mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a different week this week for yep. me. And uh you know, it's funny, you, in those times you think you're going to be, uh, you're going to have all this free time. Yeah, it never works out that way. So no. I've been super busy this week and that's, that's probably good. Keeps me out of yeah. trouble. How are you, man? Doing good. Getting ready to take uh, my two kids, Ding and Dong, down to <laughs> Auburn, Alabama for a college visit because they actually have kids on campus and we want them as much as possible to see what a college campus looks like with humans on it. We've been to a couple without humans. And so trying to get them to help them in much in the strange time we're in as much of a real experience as they can get. So get That's ready cool. to do that. So I'll be traveling and I'll be on my mobile device. And you know, what's going to help me out a lot, Kirby? What's that bill? I'm so glad you knew to ask. That'd be our good pals at Promo Pulse. That's right. Mm. Promo Pulse. Jason Noakes, the author and guitarist, not the <laughs> singer, but the guitar, the writer and the guitarist for our wonderful theme music uh, here at the Promo at Front Home Offices. Uh, he has a wonderful app called Promo Pulse. If you're not familiar with it, it's your one-stop app for the promotional products industry. Three things about it, Kirby. Not one, not two, not four, but three, three, okay. three. Three things about it. It's convenient, right? Right. It lives on your phone. It's right there. You've got the Promo Pulse app. I see it right there up in the upper left-hand corner, right by your second favorite app, Snapchat. Right. <laughs> and you can search, save, and share content from the entire industry in one spot. That is convenient. Number two, great place for ideas, inspiration, and information, and includes content from more than just suppliers, Kirby. You know this. Thought leaders, service providers, uh, PPAI, ASI. Hossman Marketing, Brand maybe, of Eight, maybe, maybe a couple <laughs> others. And then number three, it's free. I just made that rhyme. That's how professional of a broadcaster I am. <laughs> number three, it's free. You know what? It's right. All the content is in the industry. All the content there is free. Uh, the app is free to down download. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful tool. So I know you use it every day I do. Um, and how big of a fan you are with, of it. And what is your favorite thing about the Promo Pulse app? You know, what I like too is it, the Promo Pulse app is amazing, but I love just how it's like Jason's sort of mission is to support those voices in the industry and spread the, the good word. Like, yep. so, so literally, yes, they share our content through Promo Pulse and it's, yep. it's awesome to get it all in one place, but heck he shares it. He shares it on Twitter and Facebook and yep. all that stuff. He is just sort of a fan of the industry and ways to elevate it. And so I love that. Yeah, it's great. And he's really making it easy for you to kind of, it's, it's an aggregator of content, not yeah. just supplier specials, but content, you name it, it's all there. So go ahead and head over to the app store. If you have an Apple device, Google Play, if you have an Android, download it, Promo Pulse. You're not going to be sorry that you did. Now, Kirby, 
I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me on this very mid-September day. You have the promo up front of the podcast. What is the topic that's on your mind that we have got to discuss? Promo up front. Kirby Hossman, go. So our buddy, Roger Burnett, and uh, his buddy, Stan Phelps, and our, yep. our buddy too, uh, released, I think it was actually like today as we're recording this, that the, the book dropped. It's Red Goldfish Promo Edition. Yep. Um, and so, you know, obviously it's a book release, but because it is very specifically targeted to not only uh, the promotional products world, but uh, just the, the heart of mm -hmm. business and uh, doing business based on purpose. I, you know, part of the launch group, I, I know you are as well. Yep. I'm really excited about that concept. And so this is one of those pieces where I'm not really trying to be a sponsorship, but we got a chance to uh, see an advanced copy of it. It's a great book. Stan Phelps does that goldfish series. Mm -hmm. And um, so one of the things that he like special specializes in, and I've read several of the goldfish series is case study after case study after case yes. study, which is, I think it brings power to the idea that not only can you do it and make a difference with promo in your business, but a lot of people are doing it and doing it successfully. So I'm yeah. super excited for Roger and Stan and I had a feeling you might be too. I am. I'm a little pissed off because I think the last one, I'm the last one of our group not to write a book. Um, <laughs> so I'm just joking. No, I am super thrilled for Roger. I, you know, I've known Roger for many, many years and I've known Stan pretty well for about three years. Um, I've had many meals with Stan and, and, you know, he is kind of the brainchild behind, behind the whole Goldfish series, which is mm -hmm. a, a series of business books geared toward very different things. And giving back, obviously, for this one and mm -hmm. you know, being thoughtful and all that. So, and I, we, we got an advanced copy of the book and I, and I read it and it's, it's very well done and you hit nail on the head. What's great about the book and the entire goldfish series of books, it's built on case studies. It's mm -hmm. built on stories. It's theory, then, then application. What I, yeah. I love, it's not just, this is what you should do. This is what I think you should do. It's here's what is possible. And here's how people applied those possibilities right. and made them reality. And the way that it's written, it's, it's digestible, it's oh, consumable. Yeah. Um, it's not a leaflet. It's about 177 pages, if memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. it's, so it's a substantial tome, but it's something that you can easily digest in a couple days and really change your business in a profound way because you can use promotional products for social good. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's written in a way that as a, someone who's in the promo industry, which I think a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are, it's, it's written in such a way that you can be super comfortable handing it out to end users and clients. And no question. And, and so it, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it. I just wanted to give a shout out. It certainly is appropriate for promo up front. So congratulations to Roger and Stan. So, no question. Awesome. No. And, and congratulations to both of them. If you want to buy the book, go ahead and search uh, uh, red goldfish promo edition on Amazon and it's there, I think, both in paperback form and Kindle. And, and they did a great job. Kirby! <laughs> Let's move on. Kirby, so I don't know if you're familiar with Patagonia. Are you familiar yes. with Patagonia? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. the outdoors company? So they have released a, a pair of shorts that has a label in it. And if you lift up the label, I think you know what it says. But if our listeners don't know, and this is why the... The picture on the uh, on the podcast this week will say PG thirteen. Um, it says "Vote the assholes out," um, which is is a very interesting concept for me. Mm -hmm. And so, from their perspective, and this is their their words, 
Uh, it's, a, it's limited edition for their Road to Regenerative stand-up shorts. So it's only on a specific pair of shorts. It's not partisan. It's for politicians of any party who deny climate change is real or refuse to do anything about it. I'd like to know your thoughts. I'm happy to share mine first. Uh, no, go ahead. But okay. I have, yeah, go ahead. Okay. My th I love this. I <laughs> effing love this. One, it doesn't call out one side or the other. Yeah. It just calls out anybody who is sticking their head in the sand for a very specific cause. Climate Something that they're or, very passionate about. Correct. Yeah. I love that. And I think we all love the idea of, yes, let's vote all of the assholes out. <laughs> now, we, we all may have very def, different definitions yeah. of who an asshole is and is not. That's up to you individually. This is not a political discussion. I didn't see this even as a political statement other than let's get good people in office. Right. Um, and so what, one of the things that when I saw this and, and it was really, it just hit me over the head. And, and one of the things I remembered was um, there's a book by Roy Spence called It's Not What You Sell, It's What You Stand For. And Roy Spence was an advertising executive. He came up with the Southwest Airlines campaign of you're now free to move about the country. He's a brilliant advertising executive. But he realized it's not what you sell, it's what you stand for. And I love the fact that they have the onions to say, this is what we stand for. And yeah. if you don't like it, cool, buy somewhere else. Yeah. I have a feeling you're not going to disagree with me too terribly much. Here. No, I, I, so I saw this too. I, I, and I immediately, you know, first there's the initial chuckle, right? right. And then, then, my first, then my first reaction was, which assholes? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously going into it, what I like about it is it is specific to a, an, a, uh, an issue. And yeah. an issue that is consistent with their brand already. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And who they it's, are. Let my people go surfing and all that sort of right. thing. Right. So, um, so, yeah. Now, if it were just a blind, if there weren't more to the story than the label. there weren't meaning behind it. Yeah. Then I would struggle a little bit because it I just feels that. like shock value. Okay. But the idea that they are specifically going to, hey, this is the thing we're standing on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of love it too. And, it, and, and because they give you the information of why they're doing that, it yeah. does give them a little bit of Teflon, right? That mm -hmm. you look, unless you think climate change doesn't exist, then you can get mad at us. But it, you know, it's a very specific thing. I agree with you. Um, if it was just in a vacuum, I would probably struggle with it. Mm -hmm. But since it's not, I absolutely love it. I love yeah. the fact that they're, they're who they are. You know, yeah. we talk, we talk about, we've talked about this before. We love authenticity until we get it. And then we don't like it so much. We get a little annoyed that people are that authentic, you know, yeah. and the, the parallel I think you usually draw is athletes. You know, yeah. we, we want that. We want honest opinions from athletes, but the second we get them is, Hey, just play football. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's same thing with musicians, you know, no one, I remember going to an REM concert and my friend saying, I didn't come here to have Michael Stipe lecture me. And I'm like, that's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> then why did you buy a ticket? Yeah, that's right. He's got the platform. He's got the microphone. And yep. that's, again, that's what Patagonia has yep. too. And, and, you know, the idea that it's a, you know, that's a real major brand doing this. You yep. see people do this on the way up the mountain. Uh -huh. A lot of times brands are unwilling to do it once they're at the top of the mountain. I mean, right. I give Nike credit when they did their, and actually Roger talks about it in his book, yep. Colin Kaepernick yep. ad, whether you like it or don't like it, they took a stand. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a fan generally of when brands. And I think you're going to see more of this with yeah. brands moving forward where they're going to dip their toe in the water carefully and thoughtfully as they should. 
look, you don't want to alienate a third of your, your, your buying public, uh, half your buying public. You don't want to do that. Right. But you do want to have people know what you stand for, what you believe in. I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's becoming more important. I agree. I agree. All right, Kirby, you got another uh, topic for us? Okay, so this, this again, I've got a lot of quick topics today, so we, okay. we can both through it, but I thought this was interesting today. Um, so AT&T CEO John Stanky is betting that there's a segment of the cust- company's customer base that would be willing to consider uh, getting a less expensive phone mm-hmm. um, if it included ads and it was ad-supported. Okay. So um, the idea is they're going to launch this ad-supported version of uh, the um, cheaper cell phone plan. Okay. And it's going to be ad-supported. So uh, again, I thought that was super interesting and I just kind of wanted to take, say, I know, would you, I guess the question is, would you be willing to pay less if it was ad-supported? Uh, potentially. And I, I doubt I'd lean toward it. It depends how much less I was paying. Yeah. Cause I mean, my cell phone bill is outrageous right now because I've got two kids on it and, and you know, four phones and blah, 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 blah. Understood. And, and Amazon actually already does this with their Kindle. You can get an ad free version or for a lower price, you get the ad supported version. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's and now theirs is a hardware thing. This is more of a software thing and service. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know how that would work since it's service-based my leanings would be no, because I just, yeah, I'd str- I, I guess I'm going to say no, but I'd still like to hear more details about it. I think it's very interesting. I think it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Companies are struggling. How do we get our message in front of people? But to me, I think you'd have such a backlash now that I'm really thinking it through. I think you're creating a ton of friction for people and they just want to check the weather. Or they just want to check the scores and you're going to cheese people off. And I don't think I'd want that associated with my brand. So Kirby, my definitive answer is no, I would not. And nor do I support it, but I love the initiative. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. <laughs> no. So I, you know, th- to me, this is classic. Think like a marketer, think like a consumer. Yeah. Right? Like as a marketer, I'm super interested in the yeah. idea of it as a yeah. consumer. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I do not want more ads in my life. I want less. Right. So I totally get the marketing side. It's interesting, but I, I would not sign up. For well, and this leads in, and this leads into topic I'm going to bring up next. Cool. Which is, um, and so we'll hold off on that. So, hmm. well, let's jump into it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, let's tease. And then I'm going to share my product of the week and then okay. we'll go back to it. Like Love real it. professional broadcasters. <laughs> Check it out. So it's, it's a, certainly a case where marketing and sales are not in alignment, in my opinion. Okay. And that's what we're about to talk about. But first, Kirby, <laughs> I'd like to share what my product of the week is, if that's okay. I would love that. Are you ready wait. for this? I can't wait. It is the 10.4 from our good pals at Oregonia. I've already taken the phone charger, the portable charger out. This is such a wonderful piece of technology. 10,400 milliamps. Huge branding. I've always loved the branding that they have on there. And it will charge your phone like three or four times. And I I am one of those people who my phone gets below 70%, I start sweating. My phone gets below 50%, I'm looking for outlets. And that's all I'm doing. My phone gets below 25%, I'm considering murder. So... (laughs) This is really a, I, I love a life-saving this. device. It's a life. It saves everybody's life. Right. But I love this. And I know you have several of these as well. These are fantastic must haves on the go. 
no, I'm a, again, Orgadio, it's hard to, again, this isn't a commercial, but they, like no. when they come out with new product, I'm, I am waiting with bated breath. And, oh, and yeah. the reality of is they got the launch with, with tech, right? With uh, speakers yep. and headphones and, and mm-hmm. chargers and yeah, all of their chargers are sweet. Yeah. So this is, like I said, this is my favorite for a compact charger. It packs a hell of a punch. I so Kirby, back to our discussion. Yes. We were just talking about how AT&T putting up, you know, market, the marketing of AT&T ad supported phone service is not in alignment with sales. I, would you agree with that, that those two are not in alignment? Yeah, I think, again, I think it's going to be the consumer's going to push back. For sure. So I think that's a, lo- a problem in a lot of organizations. It's funny that I actually had this down as a topic today um, without having any discussion with you. You know, so many times you see marketing not in alignment with sales. Right. You know, either there's um, the campaigns without a sales input. And this might be one of them uh, that we just talked about, or it's, you know, seemingly pursuing different goals or even just, they're not understanding what the other side really does. You know, that's why I always find it interesting when companies hire a vice president of sales and marketing. I'm like, wow, those are two radically different jobs and it's hard to balance those out. And so how do you facilitate making sure that marketing and sales are in alignment? And I can give you some thoughts on that since I'm blindsiding you with this. No, it's good though. I, you know, it's funny that you're talking about it because, you know, I grew up uh, in this business in the sales side mm-hmm. and in a leadership uh, perspective, I'm definitely more, you know, I have, I'm sort of the marketing department too. Right. One of the, the things that advantages I have is I'm still actively in sales. Right. Right. So as I am, um, is, as I'm crafting the message, uh, You're thinking of sales. I am. I, how how will my sales team do it? How would I yeah. do it? And actually, I heard. Uh, and gosh, I, I don't remember where it's from, so I'm not going to screw up the the, the uh, giving credit. Yeah. But one organization I'd heard of actually actively would switch their CMO and their VP of sales like every quarter. Maybe Love not every that. quarter, but they they put them in charge of the others thing so that they had a better they understanding. Yeah. And they said that that brought sales and marketing much more in alignment. And that just makes sense to me. Yeah. One of the things I wrote down as I was thinking about this, just the, the when, when sales and, and marketing are not in alignment, have people sit in meetings for the other one. Yeah. It's kind of a, a lesser yeah. version of what the company you're referring to did where they switch the leaders for each of those departments. I also put down, you know, having communication, but most importantly, having an environment where you can have open feedback, in criticism where people's feelings aren't going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, where, you know, there are times where sales does not apply what marketing is doing mm-hmm. in a proactive way that would actually help the organization. That happens. It's easy for sales to blame marketing. That's the easiest yeah. thing in the world. It's like, you know, blaming the quarterback for every interception. Sometimes it is the wide receiver running the wrong route. The right. quarterback gets the bad stat. So making, making sure that you, you're in an environment and you create an environment where you can have open feedback that, you know, realizing not every marketing campaign is going to work. Sure. Not every sales strategy is going to work. And so by working together and having that communication, I think super important, especially in a smaller organization where, you know, you do wear a lot of different hats. You really have to make sure they're in alignment. Some people I think sometimes say, I've got my marketing hat on. I must now market. Now I'm going to go in my sales hat. And they don't really think how the two flow right next to each other. Yeah. And again, I think, I mean, the real answer is communication between the yep. two parties, no right? Question. But I, I, I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talk about this one time and he was talking to a sales uh, conference or sales mm-hmm. group. And he kind of like, and he said, look, man, I'm a sales guy. Yeah. I've developed my marketing chops. And he said, right. what, what marketing needs to understand is that the sales are the, you know, they're the ones in the 
in the field and they can make the one by one sale right. and they can keep the train rolling. He said, right. but sales need to understand that the big wins are going to come from marketing. Correct. They're the ones who can sell a hundred thousand done right. right. And if the two work together, that's what the best organization. Absolutely. All right. Could we get another topic for us? Yeah, I like that one. That was a good one. Um, it, was, it was a nice transition from the uh, AT&T ad-supported phone. Yeah. Okay. So I, I am about to be the old guy on telling people to get off my lawn. Okay. Okay. So I am historically one of those people who I like change. And I think you know this about me, right? Yeah. I'm a person who will move furniture around. I enjoy change. So I want, to I want to preface by saying that I'm not a person who... Every time YouTube comes out with a new, you know, when the YouTube beta yep. studio came out with it, I, oh, cool. It's great. I bet I know exactly what you're going to complain about because the new desktop Facebook sucks. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's and, and, so and, bad. I, and I agree. If I may preface before we get into a spirited conversation about <laughs> this, because it does suck. I, I am all for change as well. I embrace change. I like to drive change. Yeah. I, I, and I think change ultimately generally is for good. Things are improved, faster, more yes. efficient. Not in the case of Facebook desktop, my friend. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, because it, it's one of those things where, and again, the, I think that generally speaking, when there's an update, everybody complains about it. I'm always like, sure. that's fine. It's just Me too. Take two seconds and learn it. It's not a big Absolutely. deal. Absolutely. But it's actively harder to do half of the things you want to do. And not just oh, yeah. from a marketing perspective. No. From a consumer perspective. You get notifications and you click on it and you go to an empty screen. Yeah. It happens it, a lot. I feel like they've rolled it out in beta. Yeah. You, you can't, if you're using your company page, you cannot tag individuals oh. yeah. at all. Including me. Yeah, and including I'm yourself. Doing yeah. It. I can't, I've tried to post the promo upfront podcast on the brand debate page. I can't tag you or me, Yeah. but then I just go over to old Facebook because I still get to use it right now. I'm still on old Facebook. Yeah. When it first came out, I went to new Facebook because I like the dark mode. Everything I use on my computer is the dark mode. I use dark mode on Twitter. I use dark mode on my email, everywhere. So I actively embraced it when it first rolled out in, I think, June. I, I started using it immediately. And I used it for, I found it slow. I found it clunky. I found it cumbersome. I found the, the errors you're finding where I couldn't get, you know, I click on a notification and it was, it's not just like, where do the notifications live? I've learned that. I'm not yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. But I'll click on it and, and then nothing's there. Yeah. Or it'll yeah. say, you know, my favorite is when it says, um, when I edit something like on the brand of eight page, like a comment or something, and you get a notification, but it says Kelsey Cunningham edited something on the brand of eight page. I'm like, no, she didn't. I just did. Why are you telling me she did? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That was, that's really no, it. No, I, <laughs> I agree. The new Facebook, unfortunately, it again, it feels beta. It feels yeah. real beta and, and I, it's terrible. Right. And, and it's not too old guys. Cause I would tell you if Kelsey were sitting here and her and I've had this conversation, she hates it as well. We're still yeah. using the old Facebook as often as possible. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Right, do we have time for <laughs> another quick yeah. one or are we yeah, good? Let's I don't, do it. I, you're, you can, you're the timekeeper here. Yeah. We're probably about 20 minutes in. Okay. So Joe Biden, who, if you're aware, is running for the highest office in the land, which is president of the United States. I've heard. He is selling two ounce bottles of hand sanitizer for eight bucks. Okay. okay. All right. But his, what's interesting about this hand sanitizer on the bottle in this micro fine print, I don't know what size font it is. He has his entire proposal in detail about his plan to tackle COVID-19 if elected. Interesting. Of course, there's a few shots at his opponent. 
Okay. Yeah. So I want to, your your perspective, not necessarily on using promotional products to help a campaign. I think we know that's an effective use of, of spend. I don't know if I love the taking shots at your opponent on a product. Mm. I don't know if I love that or not. I'd like your opinion on that one. Kirby Hossman, go. I would say I think it's a really creative use of the piece. I, 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 I and again, this is not me taking whatever. We are in a, a uh, political landscape, whether we like it or not, where it's, these folks are not being nice to one another. So no. it is consistent with the world it's, we're living in. It's certainly in. consistent with the world we're living in, no yeah. question. And so uh, that being said, the idea of actually putting a plan, a plan out in, mm-hmm. in writing on a piece, I think I that's that. super interesting storytelling. So, uh, and, and, you know, again, well, it's the, not only the addictiveness that. that you see out there is just like a, a couple shots. Yeah. Well, and I do, <laughs> what I do love about it is, it's a very, it's it seemingly just very innocuous, but it's a very thoughtful thing. We all now ha- feel like we have to use hand sanitizer. Right. And so to have your entire platform for battling COVID-19, if elected, is a pretty genius move. I'm not going to lie. I yeah, think it's interesting. I just, you know, I don't love the taking shots thing, but that's more of an in general thing. Yes. Um, you know, well, and what but, I like too is I've actually said that, um, again, I'm not interested in having a political debate with anybody, right. but I had said, historically speaking, Trump has won the merch war, right? Like yes. he, he does that really well. So the idea yeah. that, that Biden is doing something that is thoughtful and using the, the medium well, I, yeah. I love that. I think that's cool. Yeah. No, it is cool. It is cool. All right, Kirby, are you ready to have a little fun? Or do you have I, one more? You have one more. You have one more. Have, you want to go? I have, I have one Let's more. Go. And this do is going to be super quick. Super quick. Cobra Kai. Yeah. I told you about this like, years ago what it was on two years YouTube ago Red. when it came out yes on youtube Red, i remember <laughs> and so did i have you watched it every freaking episode because <laughs> it, it's on netflix baby i know so what do you think no mercy that's what i think <laughs> um i think it's it's it really straddles a lovely tightrope of being a a really good story and just enough 80s cheese to make me happy right and, and i love johnny i well <laughs> I, you know I, so are you are you a fan of cobra kai or miyagi do <laughs> I, I like the show i just what, one of the things that i like about the show and i think i said this a while ago but it, it because it's a longer thing yeah that you can get into the complexity of people's characters yeah. and stuff like that and so i you know that Johnny's a little bit more of a complex character than he was in the movie. I, I he is, is, and it, there's just, you, know, you have to watch it and really suspend your, your belief in reality because a lot of lack of continuity in this show, but yeah. it's really good. It's very well done. And it feels like an old pair of jeans, right? I mean, it's just, it's just a pleasant watch. It's yeah. a pleasant watch. Cobra Kai. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's all I had. Strike hard, <laughs> What? That's all I had. <laughs> strike hard, strike fast, no mercy. All right, Kirby, with that in mind, let's do a little party in the back. You know, this is the fun part of the podcast. We're just going to have a little fun here, a little game, new game for you. I love new games, new game for Kirby. Okay. We're all itching right now. We're still kind of cooped up in our same routines and all that. We're itching to go to a pub and have a pint with our pals, right? If I just can go ahead and use my alliteration skills right there. Yep. So I'm going to give you some names of real, real pubs all around the world, real bars around the world. Which one would you prefer to go to? You can only go to one of them. Okay. Either or. 
I like it. No wrong answers whatsoever. Are you ready to play? I am. I'm excited. Kirby the Tipsy Cow in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Or Madam's Organ in Washington, D.C. I'm going Tipsy Cow. Okay. Ray's Happy Birthday Bar in Philadelphia. Or Mongoose versus Cobra in Houston. I'm going to go Mongoose versus Cobra Kai. Nope, that's not what I said. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to go there. Not what I said. <laughs> okay. Olive or Twist, not Oliver Twist, Olive or Twist in Pittsburgh, or the Smog Cutter in Los Angeles. Uh, smog Cutter. I love this one. I, this, this is a tough one for me. Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge in New Orleans. <laughs> Or the Surly Wench Pub in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, I'm going to go Surly Wench. Otto's Shrunken Head in New York, New York. Or the Pastry War in Houston. Otto's Shrunken Head. Marie's Crisis Cafe in New York, New York. Or Brotherhood of Thieves in Nantucket, Rhode Island. Brotherhood of Thieves. Captain Foxheart's Bad News Bar and Spirit Lounge in Houston. <laughs> or the Monkey Farm Cafe in Old Saybrook, Connecticut. Monkey Farm. You only said that because you could remember the name. It's exactly what I went with. <laughs> Jumbo's Clown Room in Los Angeles or the Goat and Tricycle in England? Ooh, the Goat and Tricycle sounds fun. Okay. Bubba's Sulky Lounge in Portland, Maine or Grumpy's Goat Shack in Victor, Idaho? <laughs> Grumpy's Goat Shack. All right. Lee Harvey's in Dallas, which I've been to <laughs> okay. many times, or Psycho Susie's Motor Lounge in Tiki Garden in Minneapolis? Uh, Psycho Susie's. You're missing out. Okay. <laughs> Last one, Kirby. You're doing great. The famous Cock Tavern in England or the Tumble Down Dick Hotel, also in England? I'm going to go with the first one, the, the Cock Tavern. Yeah, the famous Cock Tavern. This is why there's a PG-13 rating on this podcast. But you know what? something that's available for all audiences, Kirby? What's that, Bill? you so much for knowing to ask i don't know how you know that every week to ask that question <laughs> when i feed it up to you and tee it up like that it's amazing promo pulse kirby promo pulse the only app you need in fact what i'm going to do as soon as we get done with this podcast i'm deleting every single app on my phone except for promo pulse i'm convinced that the only reason my phone exists is for promo pulse and you're showing the app right now super clean super clean it's convenient there's great, <coughs> excuse me. Yep. Look, look at them scroll there. It's convenient. Great ideas. It's free to use. If you're an iPhone user, head over to the app store. If you're a Google, whatever Android thing user, I don't have one, <laughs> head over to the Google play store, but it's free to download, free to use. And there's all sorts of content and supplier specials and industry news. It's really a one-stop shop. First thing you should do when you wake up is open up that promo pulse app and our good friend Jason Oaks is, of course, behind that. Kirby, thank you for having the courage to go to the famous Cock Tavern with me. I think that'll do it. Yes, it will. <laughs>